Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Time now for the top of the order. The top three stories everybody will be talking about. Well, we just spoke with Missouri Governor Mike Parson about his trip to the southern border. We'll discuss his ideas for how Missouri can help secure the border. We also discussed Congress and the border bill, and it's a bill that Mike Johnson has said is dead on arrivals. That is House Speaker Mike Johnson. Uh, We'll discuss whether or not that would be something finally bipartisan and helpful. And Toby Keith, country music star, has passed away at the age of 62 after a battle with cancer. But I've never seen anything like what those people down there are going through as far as the border being totally wide open. And there's no question about that. And I think what Texas is trying to do is do what the federal government won't do and what the president won't do. You know, Ronj, that was Governor Mike Parson. There was something uh, very refreshing and real about what Governor Parson had to say about going down there, seeing the border, seeing the crisis. And it was really quite separate from, isolated from the immigration bill in Congress right now. He said, I've seen what you've seen in the news. I've read about it. It's D.C. bureaucracy. But here's what I know as a concerned governor, along with other concerned governors going down to Texas to help Greg Abbott. And everything he pointed out was true. We do have a crisis. No, I don't think there's any question about that. But where I disagree with him is I don't believe that you can remove that from the politics that's happening on the congressional level right now, because there is an effort, a bipartisan effort that has been worked on for months about four months we're talking about here that 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 all these sides got together. You had an independent, you had a Republicans, you have Democrats all getting together working on this bill and getting something done, which could alleviate a lot of the mm-hmm. problems at the southern border. So I don't really think you can separate those two things. And I, th- I think the only reason you'd want to do that is the recognition that it's your party that is causing the problems, that they don't really want to solve this issue. And I'm not saying this border bill is a cure-all. Mm-hmm. We know that it won't be. No. But it, it it would be a huge step in the right direction, and why would you not take it? Yeah, and I just bring up the separation because it's not like Governor Parson was campaigning one way or the other or has no. any sway in the House, right? And he... <laughs> What he pointed out, too, about the leniency of the United States at the border, that was something that shocked me in the past few years, having looked at immigration laws, border crossings in the EU, for instance, in Europe, and how, I mean, you talk about stringent measures 
when you look at other European countries, whether it's Denmark or Switzerland or what the EU is doing in general, coordinating with the Libyan Coast Guard to keep migrants from even reaching European shores. I mean, it's really quite shocking. So, again, you have to still it's not we're not talking about moral relativity relativity here. We're not even talking about immigration relativity, but it does put into perspective that As Governor Parson said, no other country allows the numbers across the border that we do with as much leniency as we do. He also pointed out rightly that the current policy, the current system the way it is, is not even helping those who are trying to cross the border because you're seeing a lot of abuses of the system, which ultimately ends up in abuses of the people, women and children trying to cross. And I would say one of the reasons we as a country are more lenient about letting people in, not just because it's been, you know, a thing for a couple of hundred years here uh, to to be a a place that immigrants can go and build a life for themselves. But it is a unique country in the sense that we've got so much farmland and we have so many different industries that rely on immigrant labor. And if if, if farmers will tell you, especially farmers of of larger, um, you know, larger farms will tell you that they need people to come over here and work, even if it's just seasonal work, that they need that to happen. And I imagine that's a big part of the leniency. I mean, he's right about uh, the governor is right about things like fentanyl. We do have to get a handle on that. It is true. And he mentioned that. uh, that the administration has said a a large percentage of them are coming through ports of entry and are United States citizens. And that's true. It's over 86 percent of the fentanyl that is trafficked into the United States is brought in by people who are citizens and they are going through ports of entry. That's the DEA saying that um, it's it's not, you know, just made up numbers out of thin air. And so there clearly has to be something done about that, but it isn't this. I think people have this fantasy that there are these mules crossing the border and sneaking in past, um, you know, past border patrol with all this fentanyl. There might be some of that, but the vast majority of it is coming from regular ports of entry from people who are United States citizens already. So it is something that needs to be handled, Mm -hmm. but I think we, it's almost like we're going about it the wrong way or are directing our anger at the wrong places. I will say, man, I don't know. I don't think any of us realize exactly the strain and the crisis that these Texas border towns are experiencing. I know we've seen, Cities, sanctuary cities like New York, like Chicago, they're getting migrants bus to them. And I know I I don't like using people as political pawns, but seeing those cities become overwhelmed with the migrants that are heading there unexpectedly, that is in a lot of ways a tip of the iceberg of what Texas towns are experiencing. And so something has to be done because I can't imagine being in Texas in those towns and being overwhelmed by sure. the humanitarian crisis overtaking them. Sure. But it's also not how U.S. cities should uh, treat other U.S. cities or other states should treat other states. We're all Americans here. Let's try to work the problem together. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. 
exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives, streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 